Hey everybody, this is Eric and I'm with Heroes of the Nerdverse, coming to you today with our second podcast. It's pretty exciting though, the first one did good. Um, people gave me some some ideas, ways to improve, um, and I'm going to use those and continue to just make a better product, that way everyone can enjoy it and I can keep, you know, bringing great news out to uh, the Nerdverse. So with that, I'm going to start off with some interesting news, being Goldeneye. Um, it was actually a completed game almost. Um, before they decided to pull the plug on it due to, um, I guess, just trying to get it out there. Like, they had issues with that. Um, but they had completed the campaign on the game. And most of the multiplayer stuff. They had even switched out James Bond and got Craig Daniels in there. So, I mean, they did quite a bit of work. And it's really weird that they're not going to uh, ever, like, get that game out. I, I just, it's hard to believe it was such a popular game for 64. I personally spent countless hours running around trying to get that golden gun and finding all the objectives. So um, I know I know if it came out again, they kind of mixed up the objective. There'd be quite a few people. It'd be easier now, though, of course, with uh, social media and things like that so people wouldn't have to hunt all day. Uh, they could just jump on Twitter or whatever and kind of just find whatever it is they need. So, I mean, it, it probably would lose some nostalgia, but... I think overall the uh, multiplayer part of it and stuff would kind of carry over and really give big name games like Call of Duty a run for their money. But unfortunately, again, we probably won't ever see the game. So, Also with Microsoft, they're currently buying um, ZeniMax, which is the parent company of uh, Bethesda and ID Software. This is some really big news because Microsoft is really struggling with game releases, at least in my opinion. Um, they don't have a lot of big names coming out anytime soon. Um, and on top of that, they just, in general, they seem to be lacking like their own titles. A lot of their big name games for Xbox also come out on PlayStation, I find. So with buying this company, now they got the Elder Scrolls, Doom, and Fallout. And I don't think Microsoft's going to play nice and share. So I believe that we will not be seeing a lot of titles anymore on PlayStation. They're going to be solely with uh, Microsoft. And they're just going to um, kind of keep that and try to compete more with PlayStation. It's turning into a pretty good little little back and forth with Microsoft and PlayStation. So uh, I'm definitely enjoying it. Also with Microsoft, right now they are... I'm expecting shortages for their systems to kind of continue until June. So if you were trying to get yourself a Xbox anytime soon, the new ones, um, the best time is just going to be to wait around until June. Then you don't got to compete with scalpers and stuff like that. You can just go to your local Walmart, Best Buy, wherever you go, and just kind of pick one up and just pay whatever the cost is instead of that outrageous nonsense these scalpers are or uh, getting out of people. I mean, the way they use bots and stuff, though, it is kind of impressive to get all these systems and to really, like, lock down this whole market has been pretty impressive, although rather, you know, shitty because I can't get my hands on a PlayStation 5. But I don't know. What are you going to do? I'm not paying that outrageous money, so I'll just wait it out for whenever PlayStation shortages are going to stop, which I couldn't find any particular knowledge about um, other than to just sign up to get an email whenever some store had some in, so... I guess we're just going to have to all wait together and kind of see what happens. Um, now, everyone knows The Mandalorian. Huge name. Um, great series. Probably some of the best Star Wars stuff to come out in I don't know how long. Um, now, because of how much attention it's drawn and profit, of course, for Disney, they are now coming out with a just huge lineup of Star Wars movies. So even though that Han Solo movie came out and kind of lowered expectations for Star Wars and stuff, and, and Disney was talking about making less products, 
Well, because of Mandalorian, now they're going to make more. So as of right now, I've found out that they have a Rogue Squadron movie that's scheduled to come out in December this year. Um, I couldn't find anything about cast or any sort of storyline stuff. I guess it's kind of hush hush, which you're going to see, which you're going to kind of hear is pretty much common with all these that I'm going to be talking about. But um, I was really excited about it because I think Rogue Squadron, if they do anything like the books, Wedge is going to be young and in charge. And he, he's got a lot of potential, and then he's going to develop a lot of other guys. And depending on how they take it, it's going to be really cool. Because in, in Legends that isn't considered canon, Rogue Squadron was probably some of the best books that you could get. I mean, it was just a phenomenal series. And the way they had pilots interchange, come in and out. and I mean, it was just, yeah, it was, it was really good. Now, the next one I found was Rangers of the Republic. I'm sure... You know the name maybe from Mandalorian now that I think about it because it took me a minute when I was reading about it. But uh, it's actually based on those two X-Wing fighters that you saw in the in the TV show. Well, they're part of it. Um, they're Now they're going to make a whole spinoff show about it. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm not too sure. I've, I couldn't find much on it. I don't really know what they're going to do in the Mandalorian universe. I mean... I think it'd be smarter to just work them into season three more. But, I mean, it's Disney and they want to make a bunch of money, so they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, the next thing is the book of Boba Fett. Um, as far as I could find out, the main two are coming back. Um, there was nothing said. Obviously, Disney wouldn't try to make this without them. But, yeah, and I couldn't find any, any extra info about the story, what they're going to do, or anything like that. I have a feeling, for some weird reason, that he's going to get tied into like, I don't know. He's got to go back to the Mandalorian eventually get tied in with him and stuff like that. It's going to end up being like the CW where all these shows have crossovers every now and then. So Disney can print money once a year. Um, that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to end up happening with all these shows. Just like the next one, Ahsoka is going to be coming out too. Rosario Dawson's coming back and she's going to play that character and it's going to stay in the same timeline with Mandalorian. So again, it's another just CW thing waiting to happen. Um, she's probably going to adventure, travel or whatever, meet Luke probably or something. Who knows? But eventually, they'll have that one year um, where they all come together to high five and save the universe. It'll be cool though. I mean, Bubba Fett, Ahsoka, and The Mandalorian. Maybe they'll do like a, like a fancy special, uh, like an hour and a half movie type thing, TV movie or something. Who knows? Um, the next thing is they're going to do... Um, a Rogue One show on Andor, the spy from that movie. Um, and it's going to be a spy show, which is kind of cool for Star Wars because they haven't done a lot with the espionage thing, especially for that kind of time frame. So it's going to be obviously before he dies at the end of Rogue One. So we're probably going to learn a lot of the horrible things he did to get up to that point that he talks about during the movie, which, I mean, when you think about it, the Republic... They had to do a lot. It wasn't always nice stuff. And it'll be kind of cool to see them maybe not quite has the villain. But not in quite a nice light like we always see them. Um, especially with the three in the middle movies. So it'll be, I think it'll be pretty good. And then the one everybody wants is the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right now the timeline for that is it's going to be 10 years after the prequels. Um, so I'm not exactly sure where exactly that's going to put it between the prequel and A New Hope. But it should be interesting. And um, they got Obi-Wan and Vader. Both are coming back. 
um, same actors, stuff like that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good because I feel like they had great chemistry during the movies. Um, their fight scene at the end was really great. The whole high ground thing and stuff like that. So I really feel like we're gonna get some pretty great lightsaber scenes um, without having to spend a boatload of money to go to the movies, which will be nice. Um, the next show is. Lando. Um, some people had heard about that. He was getting his own show. Um, they don't know who's going to do it yet. I couldn't find anything in regards to that. I just that they're going to make the show. Hopefully Glover comes back for it. He did pretty well in the movie. Um, he seems like a Lando type person to me. I can't really think of any other actors that should play him. But I mean, it's Disney. They'll, they have to. They'll find someone, especially since it's a younger Lando. Um, so they always find people. But I do think they should bring Glover back. And the last one, which is probably the one I personally am most excited for, is the Acolyte. Um, it's the final days. It takes place in the final days of the High Republic. So there should be some decent Jedis in there. Disney's kind of allowed these comic books and storybooks to sort of uh, mold that whole part in history right now. So there's a lot for them to work with come movie time. So some of those Jedis you're reading about right now um, they might be in the movie. Who knows? I mean, I couldn't find any casting for that. I mean, Disney's pretty tight-lipped about all these Star Wars titles, as you can tell from me. Just saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, it, Disney's good with it. They're, I mean, they learned from uh, the whole Marvel thing. If you keep your mouth kind of closed about stuff, you do a lot better in the box office. Um, I, and I mean, they're not box office things. Most of these are going straight to... Uh, Disney Plus, but I mean, they still have to drum up that whole um, attention getter and stuff like that. Now, let's get away from that a little bit. Um, I got a little more video game stuff. Most of this week is video games because there's a lot of news going on with that. Um, so, Adam Conover, who's associated with College Humor, recently did an interview, and he stated that Nintendo canceled the Zelda Live Action and the Star Fox Claymation projects because rumors got out about it. So I guess Nintendo figured that once rumors got out about those two projects, they wouldn't do as well. Um, I'm not too sure. I couldn't find much on it. Um, Nintendo's, I guess, not talking about it that much. But Adam Conover was with College Humor in 2015 when they were looking at doing the Claymation project. So that's how he kind of has an idea about that. And then I guess the Zelda Live kind of ties into it because they knew a little bit about that project as well there. Um, but yeah, he, he stated it. I mean, Nintendo's not talking about it, so there's no like proof in regards to, to that's what happened, why they did it. I mean, he actually, they actually go as far as to say Netflix might have leaked this information to kind of drum up some business. Um, it was quite a while ago, I mean, 2015, so Netflix wasn't as big as it is now, but, uh, would be kind of funny if, if all this happened, we're not getting a live action Zelda show all because Netflix just, you know, they couldn't they couldn't be quiet. I mean, I definitely uh I'm going to relook at my Netflix uh, account now. It's going to be a little different every uh every month because they might have ruined my chance at Zelda. Um another thing with video games is the new Battlefield, I guess is supposed to be pretty epic. So with all this new technology with the PS5 and the new Xbox, they're going to be able to do a lot more with it. Um, so there's going to be more players than ever um, that can participate in the big battles. It's not just going to be um, the smaller numbers like the, I think it was 30 or something like that in the last system. 
So they're going to increase it quite a decent amount. And they're also going to bring back, um, it's going to be straight military warfare. Um, the maps are supposed to just look really dynamic. Destruction, player agency, vehicles, weapon combat, all those capabilities are supposed to be better than ever because of the fact that it is on new systems. And I guess they're really pushing it because they want Battlefield to be bigger than ever on consoles. So they're really going all out with it. They must be already making the game because they have a spring release um, to kind of see what the game is like, like their big reveal. Um, and then it's supposed to come out this winter. So, I mean, I would like to find some more news if anybody's got any. Just kind of leak it to me um, and I'll sort of spread it spread it through the nerdverse so everybody knows but um they're they're pretty pretty tight lip about specifics they're just hyping it up saying it's gonna look nicer more people but i mean that's kind of kind of every single battlefield is it looks nicer and there's more people um i mean it's never going to compete with battlefield on pc where it just destroys consoles so i mean personally not a big battlefield fan i'll stick to call of duty um, the sniping I find in Battlefield is pretty crazy. Um, people are really good at it. Um, if, if a sniper really gets bedded in, it can take forever to take him out. I don't know. I get frustrated kind of easy. So I'm not overly excited about it, but I know a lot of people enjoy Battlefield. So, I mean, I got to get the information out there. That's all I can do. I mean, I got to make everybody kind of happy. Now this next part, um, I'm going to start re doing some release dates for video games because I know people, um, don't always get all the up-to-date release information about games and probably next week I'll see about including maybe anime comic books things like that um, this was kind of a last-minute thing because I wanted to just uh, try something new into the podcast since people again um, they made some suggestions so um, Neo and Neo 2 remastered and complete editions for PS5 uh, comes out tomorrow actually the same time as this podcast um, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser Fury for the Switch. Um, that's going to be coming out February 12th. Persona 5 Strikers for PC, PS4, and Switch comes out February 23rd. I haven't heard anything about that one. I mean, I know a lot of people enjoy Persona, um, so I don't know as to how good it's going to be or anything like that, but it, I mean, should be interesting. Um, Harvest Moon One World is coming out on Switch. Um, March 2nd. I mean, all the Harvest Moons are pretty good. So if you're a fan, that's, that's an exciting new game to add to the Switch collection. Um, Yakuza Like a Dragon for PS5 comes out March 2nd. Yakuza's always been a pretty good storyline. It's got a lot of stuff to it. Um, I'm not a big fan. Um, I'm a shooter, sports, role-playing kind of guy. But I've heard some good things about it. Looks like they did some upgrades with graphics it looks a lot nicer than usual it's smoother gameplay than usual so we'll have to wait and see of course um the new elder scrolls online dlc comes out for pc and stadia march 8th and then it'll come out for ps4 xbox march 16th um elder scrolls online pretty good game i think i don't know what other people think i don't play a lot of the skyrims and stuff like that but i did play elder scrolls for a while online i liked it i think it's a little bit better and it's kind of cool to, to like mingle with people, things like that. So um, I won't be buying this because I have too many games as it is. And I got this in school. So um, that would probably suck up way too much. But uh, everyone else should definitely go check it out. And then the one release I really can't wait for, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time Remake. 
Um, it's coming out for all systems and PC March 18th. Now, I hadn't read anything about this game until I was looking up release dates and building my calendar and stuff. Um, so I don't know what they did to it. I've got to look this up. Like I said, this was kind of a last-minute throw-in. But uh, I don't know if any of you have played it before, but it's it's an amazing game, um, especially with um, the little like dagger that controls time. That was amazing, and like the wall running and things like that. And personally, actually, on the older consoles, I didn't mind the controls or the graphics that much. So putting them on new systems is going to just make this all the more epic. I mean, the storyline was already good, too. So, I mean, all around, this is just, this is going to be exciting. I mean, Prince of Persia is a great series, and that's probably my favorite game from the series. So, it's a win-win for me. That's pretty much it with the releases that are coming out. I mean, there's a kind of, there's some that's still up in the air, uh, and I'll keep everybody updated. And I'm also uh, running a, a calendar that's going to, I'm going to constantly update whenever I get stuff, and I'm going to try to link that to uh, our Facebook group, which is um, Facebook slash group slash heroes of the nerdverse so everyone can come check it out join up um, there's just a simple question to answer so we know you're not a bot um, and then you can just join we're kind of letting everybody join because um, we want a big community this is this is hopefully turning into a nerdverse literally so everyone can kind of get their information i know this week was lacking or is lacking in the anime and comics. But I honestly didn't find a lot of like really crazy new things going on in, in um, either world of those things. Um, I know there probably is and I just missed it. But I mean you got the Attack on Titans is still running. Black Clover is getting kind of crazy in regards to all the demons are rushing. Um, all, the, all the good guys and Asta's not there yet and he's training. Um, but I mean, it's all just standard data when it comes to anime. I mean, especially like Dragon Ball was notorious for it. They'd have all these filler episodes and then some really good ones. So, um, this next one I know for Black Clover is going to be really big. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, so I'll, I'll probably update in regards to that next week. So that way you guys can kind of hear about that. And then with comic books, I didn't see a whole lot. I know they're doing a lot with the like Red Hulk and stuff like that coming up. They're doing with the uh, lower end people that don't get prominent roles a lot of times in comics. Um, they're making a big push with them now. Um, and I did see something about Deadpool's got a new costume um, with one of his comics that's coming out. So um, there's a few things with comic books too. Um, again, I'll try to make sure that I'm a little more diverse next week, but hopefully there's a little more that I can work with. Now we're going to talk about the big topic of the evening, and that's going to be sports games and how they're really not changing. I mean, if you look at it, I was a big Madden guy for a long time. Um, I haven't purchased a Madden game, I don't know, probably about five, six years. I do purchase NHL every year. I find they do a little bit better there than, than Madden. Plus, I'm also a bigger hockey fan than I am a football fan. Um, and then you also have soccer, which would be the FIFA. And then you have uh, MLB Show. Those are the four big ones that, that come out every year. And they, they generally, um, they, they usually do well. But lately, it's been a, uh, it hasn't been so good for them. Madden's the biggest one they've uh they haven't been doing well at all, especially with their scores. Like their meta score uh, this year was 76. Uh, that's their worst one since somewhere around 2000, I think they said. And they had a user score of a 1.6. Um, 
which is really bad, especially for a game like Madden. I mean, it's it's one of the most purchased sports game. Well, it is the most purchased sports game every single year, um, and they're just not giving users what they want. And it's it's interesting though because people still keep buying it every year. We all complain about it. I mean, I stopped buying it because. There's always a play every year that that will get you a first down or a touchdown or something. There's always a glitch, like middle linebacker. He doesn't pick up people running the flats or something like that. So you can always kind of attack that point just over and over again um, until you win the game and drive the other person crazy. Um, so I, like I said, I've just I've personally stopped buying it, but it's still the most sold game. Um, even 2K lately, 2K uh, NBA has been on the decline. Um, they got a 78 this year for their meta score and a user score of one. Now, I don't know if you've played the last two of the NBA 2K series, but they've been really bad in my opinion. Um, 2K20, the shooting was horrible. Like, that's the biggest problem I have with it is it's got a great, like, story mode if you make your own character and stuff. And then you can play play other people all day and you can have a lot of fun. Like, it is a, it is a fun game. But when the shooting is as bad as it's been the last two games, it's hard. Like, you have to almost green everything every time to make shots. And it's, it's just ridiculous. You shouldn't have to be. If you're wide open making shots and you're a three-point player, you shouldn't be missing 60 70 percent of your shots i get it it's a game and you should you should do better and you're missing because you're not pressing the buttons right or whatever but it's still it's like the the previous games it wasn't that hard to make shots and, and to go from that to what it is now it's just kind of kind of absurd i mean you can still bang the boards and stuff and that's still fun some of the short little jumpers are not too bad and then just playing the post is the best way to do it right now because i mean you'll you're gonna make it <laughs> It's not as it's not as crazy as trying to shoot a three. So I mean, and then who got hit the like FIFA was just brutally beaten this year. I mean, they got a one point one user score, and its uh, meta score was below eighty for the first time since uh, around two thousand. So they got they got pretty beat up. Even my NHL series got beat up this year with um, the way theirs went. They were a seventy seven meta score, and its user rating though was better than the last three. I mean, it was a three point six with NHL. Uh, and then lastly, the one that doesn't seem to have any effect is uh, MLB The Show. It still does well. I mean, it did a lot better than all the other sports games. It's meta scores an 83, and its user rating is a 6.9. Now, with those particular ratings, it is a reliable site. Um, a lot of people go to it and vote. It's used for a lot of different things, like video game-wise. If you go there and check it out, they definitely um, break video games down. It's not just like, here's a really horrible review or whatever and it just ruins the game like no there's a lot to it it's it's there's a lot of people involved and stuff so it's pretty reliable scores i just can't believe as to how bad the sports world is getting when it comes to um video games like the nfl is doing really well right now um especially compared to like last year but the game is awful um there's a lot there's just glitches i mean the graphics look great but and they're not bringing anything new from what people told me so a lot of people they're buying it and then they're just not playing it anymore i mean 2k did so bad last year it was free on uh the playstation for your games for a month i think it was january last year you could get 2k20 for free or for five bucks or something i don't remember what it was but it was something ridiculous that never used to happen um so you can kind of see how the decline is happening people really want their sports games to kind of be more controllable more 
more diverse. They want they want things to work right more so than regular games. Because if you look at it, there's a lot of glitchy games that are way worse than these sports games out there. And I mean, their ratings aren't this bad. Um, but sports is really being held accountable, even though they're being held accountable with ratings and things like that. They're still being purchased at just such an obscene rate. And the article that I looked at, it actually went on to say that they believe it's because there's not a lot of competition anymore. 2005, EA cut a deal with the NFL, got sole rights to make the games um, to the league's license. So that pretty much killed off everything else because if you look at it, like you used to have NFL Blitz, NFL Fever, Game Day, uh, 2K had an NFL. So there used to be a lot of stuff. So Madden at the time had to step its game up every year. Now, I mean, it's just... It doesn't have to. There's nothing. Who's he competing against? Like, nothing. I mean, it's it's just crazy. I think there's an arena football game, maybe. But still, it's not competing with Madden. After EA did that, it's pretty funny. Um, 2K Sports uh, purchased exclusive rights with MLB, and it basically killed the MVP baseball series uh, that EA was doing. Uh, but again, by doing that, it sort of cut the competition. But at least with 2K and baseball, I mean, they're still putting out what seems like a really good product. Uh, maybe fans of baseball have a lot lower expectations when it comes to a video game. And that's why everybody still loves that. I don't really know. I've never heard anybody complain about MLB, uh, especially not like the Maddens, the FIFAs and the stuff like that. So it's 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 not affecting the baseball game as much, I guess. And then 2K has pretty much destroyed NBA Live. EA's canceled several installments of it. It's pretty interesting. I'm, it's definitely different in regards to sports. So you don't have this competition. It's almost like they've got monopolies of everything. So like EA's got football. 2K's got baseball. Like EA actually has hockey too. And I think FIFA's EA too. So like EA's got a rock solid like grip on sports yet they still pretty much give us junk. It's repetitive junk. They change something small, and then they release, and they tell us, you know, they make it seem really great, like the puck is going to be extra fancy this year. It's going to not go through people like it used to, yet it still does unless you angle yourself perfectly. I mean, the one thing I'm, I'll always give EA is the graphics are constantly being stepped up, but, man, we got to, like, hold them accountable and sort of get some gameplay back into these sports games. Um, we, the consumer, really need to stop just purchasing it. Don't just give them bad ratings. We literally need to go as far as to be like, look, you need to do something new. This isn't going to work. I mean, I don't understand like why they don't just do updates. Like Rainbow Six Siege is a perfect example of what sports games should do. They should upgrade every now and then. But for the most part, what EA should do is just release updates every year. Not just the roster, but maybe like kick up some new plays, things like that. Like they could still do stuff. Maybe not the graphics, but to be honest with you, I'll take a little bit of a hit in the graphics for better gameplay. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't. I mean, I don't want like some blocky characters or something, but I will definitely take a Tom Brady quarterback that I can't really tell that is Tom Brady under the mask. If... I can make the plays, make the decisions, execute, not worry about some cheapo move that can decimate my team every single time. So 
I do think sports sports games need to uh, need to kind of get something get something done to them to sort of change what's going on, especially with EA. I just in general I tend to have a bit of a gripe with EA. I find they they have access to a lot of great titles, and um, they just kind of seem to be killing them a little bit here and there. I would like to see them do a much better job in the future when it comes to these sports games. I'm personally I'm not gonna buy another FIFA, another Madden show i don't buy any of them i'll buy the hockey still because i'm just a hockey junkie but i'm not buying the rest of them it's just not going to happen for me uh, hopefully some of these uh some of the other nerds out there in the nerdverse go along with me maybe we can you know we can get ea to release a game that's worth the 70 dollars or whatever it's going to be now for the new games that are coming out maybe we can even get it so that way other companies can make stuff because i would really like to see some of the old games come back, like the uh, NFL Blitz game was epic. I played that forever on my 64. You can just smash people. Such a fun game. Oh, on a side note, it was nice to see Tony Hawk Pro Skater come back. Um, that was amazing. I purchased the pre-order of that one. I played the shit out of that game. It was nice to see, especially the warehouse. I played the first day I got it. I played it. It had to be like three, four hours. I didn't even leave my chair. I just sat there like reminiscing and being all nostalgic while I'm trying to kick flip through the um, hang down office room the whole time uh, to grind the whole stage like we used to do in high school. So um, that was really cool to see. And it, I mean, technically it's a sports game. Um, so it's nice to see that come back around. But I mean, we need more. Uh, it's just it doesn't make any sense that there's all these titles out there and stuff and people are locking locking things down and we just can't get stuff. Luckily, NCAA is coming back. Oh, that was pretty good. But now it's going to be interesting to see how using the players goes. Like, are the schools or somebody going to pay the players now for their likeness in the games? Or are they just not going to use any of the players that are playing right now? Are they just going to get with the schools and get the uniforms and the mascots and the bands and stuff like that and just cut the players out altogether? Just put Joe Blow in the back of every jersey and then throw them out there. I mean, that'd be kind of messed up. Those kids do deserve something. I mean, they play... They play pretty hard, and they put themselves at risk every day. I know they get a free education, but still. I mean, if something happens to them, it's not like schools go out of their way to take care of them forever. So I do think it'd be nice to see them get paid and get in these games, and maybe they can help sell an extra couple games. I just really, really, really am hoping that NCAA is good because I will buy the first year of that when it comes out because it deserves a chance. I know the last couple weren't that great, but... It's it's new, it's coming back, so it'll get my buy. And then the other sports games, when I start hearing my friends um, and some of you other nerds out there talking about them in a more positive light, I'll give them another try. More than likely, it's not going to happen anytime soon because EA loves money. They'd have to spend too much to kind of evolve these, so I'm not expecting anything big to come of it um especially with all these bad rankings i mean 2k it's been i think they had two years in a row now for basketball they've had bad rate ratings um nothing's come of it madden's the same way they're on the decline when it comes to it nothing's nothing's really happening so i don't know we'll have to wait and see but i, I truly do hope we get a we get a good madden again i mean my last favorite one was 07 i think it was 07 with vic on the cover playing in atlanta yeah that was that was good he was good, too. He was fast, especially coming off the corners. Also, real quick, I do have to get this out there. Doctor Strange is who Wanda's talking about. I firmly believe the next episode, the big shocker that's coming, 
That's the equivalent to Luke Skywalker is going to be Doctor Strange. It can't be Magneto because Magneto's her father and you would think it'd probably be Yoda or something since the baby. So I can't see it being that. I can't see it being Professor X. I can't see like I've heard Wolverine. I've heard, I don't know, I've heard just random stuff coming out of people. But I, I think it's going to be Doctor Strange because that show is tying everything into the House of M. They want to bring mutants along a lot faster than they did the regular Avengers characters. And to do that, they're going to use um, Wanda's abilities and, and to just hurry it along so they don't have to go through all kinds of origin stories and stuff like that with mutants. I mean, take even longer to work them into the um, ongoing story. So yeah, I think, it, I think it's going to be Doctor Strange, if for some weird chance it isn't. I think Ant-Man's the obvious one next because he's already been kind of hinted at. That's my big thing. That's my prediction. It's going to be Doctor Strange. If I'm wrong, I mean, I'll have to eat crow, but I, I don't think I am. Um, and with that, that's that's going to be the end of this podcast. Hey, so we got two down. Pretty good. I hope everyone's going to enjoy this. And I really appreciate people that have listened and kind of give me some feedback. And everyone that's uh, joining the Nerdverse and just helping grow this community. I think we're going we're gonna to be able to do some pretty nice things and just help everybody out. It's going to be a nice place for people to go. They need to talk and stuff. So again, thanks for listening. You're all amazing and have a good day.